2: Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction 2, St Johnston 1, Rangers 1. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me to discuss uh, an indifferent game, I'll call it, is uh, first of all, Ali Pearson.
3: How are we doing, lads? That's 90 minutes of my life, I won't get back. <laughs> and Scott Gemmell, how's it going, mate?
1: Even guys, uh, you can tell it's the end of season, can't you?
2: Yeah, I mean, where to really start with that... Um, Obviously, the, the kind of changes that were made were kind of going to expect us. It is the end of the season. Um, we are still unbeaten. Um, the invincible season is still on in the league, obviously. And the, the referee decided to have a have probably one of the worst performances of his life. And I don't really want to, be, to this to become a kind of referee bashing of the match. But some of his decisions tonight were crazy and... Um, all of these are probably no Rangers conceded a, a penalty right at the end. Um, that probably wasn't a penalty and they scored and made it one each. But anyway, we'll, we'll jump into it. We'll try and dissect the game. Um, as I say, it wasn't the most thrilling, as Alice just said. Um, a very different start eleven uh, than we all possibly thought tonight. Uh, certainly more changes than, than I expected. Um, a few faces there on the bench, at least as well, that I presumed would be banned. Uh, start 11 was McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson Simpson, Barisic, Davis, Kamara Hadji, Wright, Roof and Itton um, I'll come to you first A bit, um, a bit strange that we had kind of Hadji, Davis and Kamara in the midfield three I thought
3: Yeah I, I, Especially when the COVID-5 were available I thought maybe Zungu might have come back into it and I thought Basi would have started too and possibly Parson understand why they started to have, but I it's a bit of a, a Kamara Davis Hadji, We were lightweight, to be honest. Um I it was what it was, to be honest. I know why we got the back line correct, Scorsia got I think, the front line correct, and nobody got the middle correct. So I think it'd be quite hard pushed to correct correctly predict that team to be honest. Yeah, Scorsia, we were, none of us were really close, really. <laughs>
1: No, I'd mentioned to you, because we've not heard what the decision is going to be in the COVID-5, I assume Rangers have trained and prepared for this match under the assumption that they weren't going to be available. Hence why Zungu. Zungu didn't even make the bench, did he? Wasn't on the bench, um, no. no. Um, but I was thinking, actually, see, once we'd finished wrapping up the other night there, I think Hadji played in the midfield three, it was Cove Rangers they came on against, and he was playing in that, Kenny, the front of the midfield three Position and I've seen other people kind of speak about it and Haji's probably better centrally rather than wider where he gets played in the, the top three. Um, so I once I had a rethink about it and seen that I thought I oh, actually that would make a bit of sense. But I, I agree, you're never going to predict that team given we're, we're playing them again in the space of a few days.
2: Yeah, um, it was it was. I don't know. I I'm really not sure how to feel about the game. Again, it's just the end of season things, really. Um, I expected a wee bit more, probably, to be honest. But we'll jump into the we'll jump into the game. We'll try and <laughs> pull something out of the first half. The first half was dreadful, uh, in, in my personal opinion, it was horrific. Uh, Rangers were put under pressure from from kick off. Really, uh, a chance from a corner, thankfully, hit straight at McLaughlin. Saint Johnston then had the ball in the net, but it's ruled out for offside. Another corner then leads to a free header. Saint Johnston and it really should be scoring from that, to be honest. Saint Johnston then break away. Um, Simpson does really well to get back uh, to get back and cut out the square ball. Um, if he didn't, it would probably have been a tap in, but. Safety to say, in the first probably seven
3: or eight minutes, Rangers hadn't kicked off yet. No, nah, look, they looked like a team that hadn't played together, that, that 11 we had in the park. St. Johnson were all over us, had a few corners, a couple of right good chances to to take the lead. St. Johnson probably should have taken the lead, but no, it wasn't a great start for Rangers at all.
2: No, I was wondering when they were actually going to start putting the ball on the ground and start playing a bit of football, because they couldn't get a hold of it.
1: Yes, I mean I think credit needs to go to St Johnson for the way they started, to be honest. Um and they should. I think mailman should really have knocked that free header he got from the corner and and they should have been in front. Um well the Rangers just didn't turn up for that first week period.
2: Not at all. Um Rangers then got a kind of chance on the on the ninth minute uh, we'll... Try to get something going. Right and hide you linking up well down the right hand side. Um leads to a corner for Rangers. Um, from the resulting corner, Simpson has a free header at the back post. He really should be doing better with it. It's over the bar. Um Rangers start to settle in um a wee bit. Almost looks like we're we're actually playing a kind of four two four formation, uh, which maybe is leading to the kind of high line of our defence. Um Simpson does show a good turn of pace on him and with a long ball over the top as well as McLaughlin playing sweeper-keeper at one point, halfway in our half. Um, to be fair, it was fantastic football work from him, but he gave me the absolute fear when he was doing it. Really, on to 17th minute, Scott Wright is then cleared out by the hammer thrower that is Rooney. Um, only receive, receives a booking for his trouble. Um, it's deserved. There's no attempt to play the ball. Uh, this was to become a bit of a common theme in the first half. Uh, probably really throughout the games so and Johnston trying their hardest to stop Rangers getting going by making um, kind of persistent fouls. Rangers then link up really well in the final third. Scott Wright almost playing in, uh, kind of playing a playmaker role um, in the final third trying to get and in and Hadgett to link up, but no real chance comes from it. Then this is probably probably Rangers' best chance, if you can even call it a chance. Ruff drops deep, picks up the ball just at the halfway line and pings a great floated pass over the top to Scott Wright. He may feel a kind of disappointed with his touch uh, it allows Xander Clark to get out and gather the ball with his feet but I was thinking at this point eh, Ali, that maybe we're starting to get into our stride but, um, for at least the rest of the half but I think I was
3: wrong <laughs> yeah it wasn't like we, we started to get a foot back in the game at this point it was a great ball for Roof to be fair to Wright's to first touch it was an alright touch but it, it had to be bang on that touch and it just gave the keeper just that wee bit to, to smother it but, uh, yeah, just I thought the front three didn't click at all, really, that first half. I thought Itton was non-existent. Um, it just had the feeling of one of these, like Scotia said, an end-of-season game with nothing to play for. We all know what's happening in Sunday. As if the players knew, they knew what's happening on Sunday as well. They didn't really want to play this game, so I, as a fan watching it, it was it was frustrating, but well, I'm not overly bothered
1: about this game to be honest. No, Georgia,
2: um What are your thoughts on the Scott Wright chance? I think that's the only thing we can really get stuck into in this half.
1: Yeah, that was one of there was one other wee thing that I enjoyed. Um, yeah, but that was an absolutely brilliant ball by Roof. Um, certainly the pick for from a Rangers perspective. Um, certainly the pick of the bunch. The only other wee thing in that first half, I quite liked when um, McLaughlin turned into the. Uh, epitome of a sweeper-keeper when he came out got the ball. and I, I mean, It was nearly, nearly to the halfway line before he'd released it again. Um, that was the only other bit that I think you can take out in terms of us.
2: Uh, it gave me the feel, but I don't like seeing that. Oh. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect him to do it. Then him and Simpson got a wee bit mixed up at one point as well when Simpson was chasing back, but again, nothing really came of it. And, the game does become a bit scrappy for really the rest of the half. Rangers were struggling to get any sort of decent passages of play going and it was causing us, be, causing us to be really sloppy in possession. I think we were probably the happy of the two teams um, to get to half time with, with it being now. Um, so we'll just get to half time on that. The front four we're, were struggling to get into the game in my opinion. Yeah, Simpson did look okay. Um, as you would expect. Davis and Kamara in the middle of the park were kinda of cool, calm and collected as you would expect. Very much an end of season game and I suppose with, with so many changes at half um so many changes to the starting eleven and the kinda of half fit James Tavernier alley, Um it was kinda of to be expected really.
3: Yeah, and St Johnson are a decent team as well. I mean they're they're well drilled, well organised, St Johnson, and we'll need to be up for it on Sunday we'll come on to that. But um no, he's got them playing, Davidson. They're a they're a strong team St Johnston, like I say, organised, they know their jobs and they're a hard cut to um nutty crack to be honest. And yeah, we looked Tav looked I mean you need to give you need to give Tav slack. He's not played in what, nine, ten weeks. His touch was way off at times, his final ball was poor, but you could say that a bit born as well. It was um it was a very poor first half for Rangers and Aye, I th- I knew they'd get a kick up the arse for the second. the only thing I would say on it is, mid-seven changes tonight, uh, if I'm one of those seven players playing tonight, especially with with a cup, we're in the cup at the moment, I'd be busting my arse to say to Gerard, I want in that cup team to lift that cup. And I don't really think one of them really showed it today, apart from maybe McLaughlin, (laughs) and he's never going to get in the team. Ruth potentially, but the rest of them... I'll take Tav out of that because he's been out for 10 weeks, but the rest of them, Yuritans, Hadges, didn't show enough for me at all. Wright, and Wright was decent in patches tonight, I thought, but I don't think any of them really showed enough to get into that first 11. I don't know what your thoughts are.
2: See, I'd probably go along with you on, on that, to be fair, especially in the first half. Uh, you can't really, as I say, it was maybe only Simpson, McLaughlin, Again, Tav, you, you, you kind of give the, the credit. You, you kind of you understand he's, he's missed 10 matches, I think it is. So you kind of got to understand that. And Davis and Kamara were, were good enough in the middle of the park. But yeah, the, the rest of them, weren't, they weren't great. Um, Scott, your your thoughts at half-time, mate?
1: Yeah, I mean, we were poor. No tempo to our game, which I, I think comes down to that. The fact that you've made the certain changes. Um, and, I, and I'm certain it's still in their mind even though we've got the unbeaten season to go for um the league's done they don't really need to exert themselves you know imagine what that game would have been like tonight if you know there was a few points between us and whoever was in second um I uh, so we were poor and I think you have to give credit to St johnston they played well i mean we're we're the two teams going for a double this season it's going to be either St Johnston or ourselves that'll get the double. Um, so I think you have to give credit to St Johnson I think Callie might be being a wee bit harsh in terms of the players that won't get into the game for next week because ultimately the fact is you've made seven changes to the team and the team's not going to have that cohesiveness griev- to it um, that you would want because you've made so many changes and people getting up to speed with everyone I'm maybe in the opposite opinion I thought Eton was okay in patches and I thought in the first half Ruth wasn't really there. That's just me personally. But I it was um, I thought you thought the Hibs game was was bad um, last week. Huh. This was this was even worse to be honest. But it's the yeah. end of season, it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter, and I think the only, the, the real positive out of, out of it is that we are still unbeaten. I think that's pretty much the only thing that I'm going to cling on to with this. Um, and Scott Wright, um, which we're obviously about to come on to, obviously him getting his first goal um, for Rangers, Chuff him about that. But we'll get into the second half. I'll obviously a lot more to speak about in this half, thankfully. Um, into the changes, uh, sorry, into the second half, no changes from Rangers. Uh, but already the passing looked better um, and pretty much anything we'd seen in the first half I think at this point we were all really hoping for something to cheer about um, especially us considering we do podcasting so it's nice to have something to speak about Um, first five minutes of the half Rangers much more dominant in possession St. still looking to catch his very long ball over the top. And then the goal comes. Uh, Rangers take the lead on the 55th minute. It's a conspiracy. Um, Rangers get the break of the ball uh, with Davis picking it up, running towards the box. Slips it to Scott Wright, who cuts it, cuts in on his right foot and calls a great strike into the far corner of the net to make it, uh, to give Rangers the lead. Sorry. We wee bit of luck of the break, um, obviously, with, with Davis. Um, Ali here, but... It's a cool finish from Scott Wright and
3: I'm glad to see him get off the mark for us. Yeah, we got a wee bit of joy with that and, like you say, 55th minute, <laughs> can he script it? It's written in the stars. And um, I was delighted for Scott and like, we've all said in this podcast we're quite excited about Scott Wright. We would love to see the Kent Marelos right with the pace and power. Um, he's obviously bulked up as we've seen, the four kilograms he said he's put on since he's been at Rangers. I heard McInnes when he was on the it was a Cove Rangers game, he was on the panel and he said he's just missing that final bit, which I think Gerard's mentioned in terms of adding numbers to his game and that's, that was a great finish from him and hopefully he can kick on from there because he's right on the periphery of that squad right, I would say, and it's hard to get in that front three because you you know, you know Kent, Morelos and Aribo. I mean Aribo come on tonight and showed why he's in, should be in that team all the time and um, it'll be hard for him to get in that team but you know, I was delighted for right and yeah, they started really well the second half, Rangers, and that no, was a good goal from them. Yeah, it was a good goal, Scotia, and you could
2: see um, what it meant to him when he scored it, definitely.
1: Yeah, it was a lovely wee well-placed shot, but I made the ultimate mistake of forgetting to turn off my Rangers app <laughs> notifications. I don't know what um, what service users were using to um, per- use the game tonight but um, uh, that came up and then I had a whole minute to wait before the, the goal went in. Um, but it was a lovely wee goal. And yeah, we, we did. We, you can see we've had to boot up the arse a wee bit at half-time to go out a wee bit higher tempo. I'm glad for him yeah. because he probably should do a wee bit better with his control with that roof pass in the first half.
2: Yeah, I was chuffing um him. I predicted that he would score um, tonight, but I've been predicting he would score for the past I don't know how many weeks I thought he was going to play, so <laughs> he was bound to score one of them, so I can't really take any credit for it. Um, but yeah, no, chuff for him. Um, and then the, the penalty that wasn't a penalty, that maybe should have been a penalty for one of the two things that might have happened in the box at this time. Uh, so a penalty is then awarded to St Johnston. anyway, that's what it looks like. Um, the penalty is then overturned. Now, as I said, I'd love to give an educated view of, of this, Um of this this penalty claim, but I don't really have a clue what it was for. Um, So the commentary that I was watching seemed to think it was for the handball from Scott Wright. And I've seen other people saying it was for the foul on Rooney by Barisic, even though it looked like Rooney was fouling Barisic. Um, So anyway, the referee then runs over to the linesman and completely overturns it and gives a free kick to Rangers. Uh, Ali, is any of this a penalty?
3: Uh, well, I watched it on Rangers TV tonight and they thought it was for, like you said, it was for when Wright tried to clear it and it hit his arm. Or so, it was soft as hell. I didn't know what the referee was doing at first. I thought, he's giving a penalty. And then I went, no, he's not giving a penalty because you could tell by the players' reactions. And then he went, no, he has given a penalty. And I went, oh, for Christ's sake. And then he ran over the linesman, who's obviously flagged in his ear to say, because he had a better view, to say, no, it's not a penalty, so... Need to give him credit there, he's listening to his linesman, but ah, it was a wee bit of a kind of drama for a minute or so because knew, nobody knew what was going on. No, it's course, cool. so none of this is really a penalty, is it?
1: No, I mean, I thought it was for the Baris touching the boy. Um, and I was like, that's, if that's a penalty, that's even softer than the one Celtic got at the weekend against us. And then um, I'm surprised to see that happening in Scotland, that the referee's consulting a linesman and... Um, Reversing a decision that he's made. I don't. Was, was it a free kick or did it just get go out for a goal kick? I think it might have just been oh, a go goal away. kick. We got awarded. Goal
2: kick. A goal yeah. So I Well, he definitely points for a penalty, but I don't know <laughs> what he's seen. It, and then he, he consults for his linesman, and then the linesman says, "No, what you, what you doing? That wasn't na- that wasn't na- a penalty." So yeah, a very confusing moment. Um, very confusing. But we'll move on from it. There's more to get into. Um. Then Tav uh, goes off, it's good to see him back, he goes off, Parson comes on, he plays about 61 minutes, Tav, uh, and then the referee, clearly rattled by the, the penalty decision, um, or the, the non-decision, starts booking everyone that gives away half a foul, Haji Simpson and Wright were all booked in quick succession, Rangers make further subs, um, Wright and Davis um, come off, replaced by Arfield and Aribo, um, again, Scott Wright was... Decent in spells, um, definitely. And Davis just as professional as ever, probably deserves his his wee thirty or twenty-two minute rest. Even the Rangers really took control of the tie, and um, we kind of dictated the play. Aribo now adding something more um, going forward as well. We then add the four to the mix as well as Bassi, Haji, and Barisic coming off. Um, so I, I'll stop just here, um, just to, to discuss Haji now. I don't think Haji was very good tonight at all, um, it, it, it sort of at any point, and with Scott Wright performing the way he's performing, Scotia, do you think Haji's getting a wee bit rattled that he could lose out that kind of fringe, number
1: one fringe spot for the, the front three? Mm, not really, because he was actually playing a different position tonight um, than he would normally, although... He did. He was playing quite wide, and I I, like you said earlier, like it was a four-two-four almost at times. We were playing. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Because Wright on in his press conference came out and said, you know, he was he's been surprised himself how much game time he's got this season. Um, so I expect to see Hadji play a wee bit more than Wright will till the end of the season. To be honest.
2: Yeah. Thoughts on Hadji tonight, Ali? And the do you think? If you were to pick
3: a pick a team, um, would you pick Scott Wright or Hadji? If I had to choose between the two of them at the moment, probably Scott Wright. Um, I thought Hadji played in the periphery of the game again. I think he does in a lot of these games, Hadji. He's always on the, the edges of the games and giving a few stupid fouls away today. He looked frustrated at times, Hadji. Mean, we've said it for day one, he's a moments player. He could be like that in a game... The whole game, and just come up with a wee bit of magic, and then you kind of forget about the kind of what he's not done in the rest of the game because he's done that bit of magic. And tonight he's, he's just one of these players, Hadji. I, I don't know where we play him. Do we play him centrally? Do we play him out out in the right where Arebo is at the moment? I don't know, but he's he's going down the pecking order again, Hadji. He was way down the pecking order at the beginning of the season, put his way back up the pecking order, and he was in the team round about Christmas time. And now he's starting to go back down the pecking order again because you've got guys like Joe Aribo out on the right-hand side because that's the only slot that's really up for grabs. And Joe Aribo, to me, has nailed that slot now. I can't see anyone else getting that unless you put Scott Wright out there maybe. But aye, he's frustrating Haji, but unless we can possibly change formations to fit him in, I don't really know where he fits in this Rangers team at the moment. I know we sometimes play the... The, kind of, the forward like the three and then the one and he fits in there sometimes but yeah, I, I, I don't know about Haraji at the moment, I don't know, I really don't Yeah, as you say, I just didn't think he he, he didn't have enough impact
2: on the game um, at all and I don't even think he had a shot really and I don't think he, he had a shot tonight um, and as you were saying about Jordi Bo now playing out on that right hand side, I would be shocked if the only change made from the team that played against Celtic at the weekend would be Tav coming back um, I think that's probably going to be the, the only change to the starting 11 um, could be wrong uh, I don't know but I think that probably will be the, the only change but we're into the last 10 minutes of the match um, Rangers were looking to press high up now um, the ref is doing his best to get some Johnston back in the match by not awarding free kicks to Rangers um, game's a bit stretched really at this point a half chance for our field on the edge of the box but it's easy enough for the keeper and the kind of last five minutes, that Johnston's trying to have one last go. And then I've marked it as a half-hearted shout for a penalty. But just before we come on air, they would use both, maybe think it was a penalty. I think on the, the slowed down replay, um, I'm obviously talking about the one that hits Simpson's hand. On the slowed down replay, I think it looks more like a penalty. But in real time, his arm's not out. It's not out with the silhouette, if if, if you like. So for me, I, I don't think it was a penalty,
3: Ali. I thought out of the three shouts of penalties today, tonight, that was the best shout for a penalty. I thought when I had seen it back again, because he does move his arm towards it slightly, it was similar to the one David Bates did ages ago against, I think it was Hibs or somebody at the time. Very similar to that. And they, and they were crying for that one for a penalty. They didn't get it. And if, that, if it was me on the other side, I'd be claiming for that. I thought it, the laws of the game, I thought it was a penalty. But people can perceive it different ways in terms of the law. The law is what it is, but I thought it was a penalty, if I'm being honest. Scott, penalty for you?
1: I'm kind of in agreement with Ali, to be honest. It's the strongest shout out of the lot of them. And although his arm is at his side, he does lean into it a wee bit. And it looks like a kind of almost forced lean in. Um, so, yeah, but it was very soft again, but not too many complaints. Be
2: honest, yeah, yeah, maybe we got away with one. I just thought it might have been a wee bit, um, a wee bit harsh. I, I think if that's in the St. Johnston box, we wouldn't get a penalty for it, so um, I think it might have been a wee bit harsh, but anyway, um. And then the referee then books, I think it's Kane, is that his name? He books him, and and I don't think I've ever seen this. He books him for diving, that's outside the box. I don't think I've ever seen that in football before. I was like, oh, he's booked him for diving? Um, I honestly don't think I've ever seen it. But anyway, at this point, I was kind of rounding up my notes and ready to finish up, and um, we're going to discuss a win, and then it's 93 minutes plus of 10, 12, 15 seconds, something like that, and it's a penalty St Johnston. Um, this is not a penalty, um, but as you would expect with the kind of shambolic performance of the referee with the rest of the decisions that he really made tonight, um, I'm not really surprised that he finally caved in and, and gave um, a penalty. Um, St Johnston obviously scored it and the game, finishes one each. Uh, but Ali, this
3: is, out of all of them, probably the weakest shout for a penalty. Yeah, I mean, they have three penalty shouts in a game, it'd be rare not to get one of them. And I think the referee had in his mind this one means close discussed, discussed, and I think that's why he gave it. Simpson gets a wee bit mixed up but I don't think it's a penalty. But I, I would say just before that happened Kamar Roof had the ball and done a, tried one of the attempts that he did against um, what do you call him standard Liège, instead of sliding the ball out wide and we could have played out yeah, he sh- he shouldn't have done that, and none of this would have happened. But I mean, that's me picking holes in it. But he sh- he shouldn't have done that, and this we wouldn't be talking about this penalty. But no, nah, it wasn't a penalty. But like you say, I I thought their second one was a penalty, and I I can't begrudge St Johnston getting a draw tonight. I thought St Johnston deserved a draw tonight. I don't think Rangers deserved to win that game. If I'm being blatantly honest, um, I just didn't want Rangers to get beat tonight. To Keep the unbeaten run. As much as it doesn't bother me, the unbeaten run. But as long as I didn't get beat, I wasn't bothered. Sun It's all about Sunday, and I they deserved it, St Johnston. But on that penalty, that I don't think that one was a penalty. No, I think the wee smile from Gerard at
2: full time um, when they panned to him. I think that wee smile said it all about the end of this game. Yeah,
1: that's was, that was. Uh, no way that one was a penalty out of them all. That's way down at the bottom. Um, but yeah, as Ali says, the referees just went Oh, there's two bigger shouts there, I should probably just give them it And yeah, St Johnson probably do deserve a point You know, I'd mentioned previously, Livy me get beat the night off of Hibs That point takes him within three of Livingston Have they played Livingston yet? I don't In know last Top six But that fifth spot, if we win the, the cup, that fifth spot gets you European football so there is a wee bit to play for there, and I suppose they want to kind of put a mark on his and how the game's going to go on Sunday. Um, I expect it to be far different, to be honest. But, <laughs> oh, it is what it is. It's we've not get beat. That's you know take that out of it. It doesn't really matter.
2: It doesn't really matter. A much changed side. An end of season game. We won the the league. Um, last December. I think we won the league. It was feels how long ago it was now. And you can't really complain. Um, I think I'm just more annoyed at the fact that it was not a penalty. Um I know there was other shouts for it, but that one is not a penalty. It just isn't a penalty. But the Free gives it and they say it finishes one each. But the wee eye smile from Gerard made me made me chuckle when I seen it at the end. So uh, gentlemen, we'll uh, pick our man of the match um for this. So Scotia, do you want to go first?
1: Do I have to? Um, I honestly don't know. Um, Do you want Ali to go? Well, no. I've not got anyone to give it to. I think I'm right because he scored, to be honest. That's the only reason. I don't think there was many standouts.
3: Ali? Yeah, I I was struggling with Scotia. I thought John McLaughlin actually played really well to right. Really good with the ball at his feet, John McLaughlin. I know he goalkeeper's ball at I fear but I'm really good at that but if I, if I was hard pushed, I thought the front three were in and out of the game I would give it to Glenn Kamara I thought, again, Kamara at times played really well, him and Davis know what they're doing, when Aribo come on the park, I feel the change into a different team so yeah, I get it to Glenn Kamara See, I, I wasn't as hard pushed to, uh, I didn't need to twist
2: my arm really to, to, to make that decision as well, mate, that I would go with Glenn Kamara. Um, I think Scott Wright was really good in spells tonight, um, as well as getting the goal. Davis was professional as you would ever expect, and it did come on to a game in the second half, he did his job really, really well, uh, but for me it was Kamara. I thought Kamara was class tonight, I really did, I thought his movement, the drop of the shoulder to relieve really kind of pressure instantly Um and when he moved into the kind of Davis role as well, when Davis went off, I thought he was I thought he was brilliant at that as well. Um yeah, so the the kind of massive pass pass marks for me tonight for um for Kamara. I thought he was really good. Um as I said, the rest you would be hard pushed to Pick a man of the match out of them, uh, but anyway, gentlemen, that will do us for tonight. Um, we won't make it an extra long one. We'll come back on uh, Friday and we'll do a, a wee preview or of the, the the game on Sunday. Obviously, this is. The most important of these two ties by by a long, long way. Um, so, and again, I expect it to be a much different affair than the, the 90 minutes of pretty much dross we've just sat through. But we've managed to get to the end of our show, so happy days. Um, Scott, thanks very much for your time
3: tonight, mate.
1: Yeah, cheers, guys. Speak to you later on.
3: Cheers, Ali. Thank you for your time. No problem. I've, I've hopefully after the next time we play St. John's, it's a slightly more upbeat podcast. Yes, hopefully it's a slightly not upbeat podcast, but
2: you've got to do the good with the bad, mate. Um, That's just the way it goes. Um, So thank you to everybody for listening. Um, If you haven't already, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, (laughs) leave us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcast. It really does make a huge difference. So we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we will speak to you all next time. Cheers.
0: Network.